Can I get a oh yeah? Welcome to Podcast My Brand, where we help you launch your branded podcast, get better at the craft of podcasting, grow your audience, and make cash from your show. I'm your host, Elsie, the mayor of Podcast Town. Let's get to it. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. All right. Now, we have a special, special treat. Dr. Troy is actually not a podcaster. You heard it right. He is not a podcaster. But what he does do, he is a self-proclaimed professional podcast guest. So we're going to get into it in here in a second. But before we get into anything, Dr. Troy, can I get an oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Perfect. First of all, thank you so much for taking some time out to be on the show. How are you this fine, fine afternoon? I am doing wonderful. And if I were any better, I bet I would be you. (laughs) Nice. So since you are a professional podcast guest, tell us about your podcast guesting experience. What, What does that mean? You're a professional podcast guest. Well, it's funny that you, you say that. I kind of use that because I've actually had some conversations with some folks who talk about you know putting together a podcast. Well, here's the thing that I recognize. It takes a lot of work to do that. Can I get an oh, yay? <laughs> oh, yay. <laughs> oh, yay. Right. And so it takes a lot of work to do it. And what I recognized is that I could actually expand my network by being a guest on podcasts. And I know the podcasters are looking for guests. And I know the energy that needs to be brought to the program. And I have a message to tell that has to do with not just what I do, but what I do is about helping others. So it's, uh, so it's a, great, a great opportunity to do it. So my experience has been wonderful. I've done live events. I've done recorded events. I've done questions and answers. Now, trivia will be my first one. So I'm just going to tell you right up front, I am not 100% sure how the trivia is going to go. But I'm game for it, you know. So that's what they—that's what uh, you know. Podcast hosts get with me is someone who's willing to participate, willing to have some interesting stories to tell, and really create some great collaboration and provide good content for the individuals who are listening. So we have this thing that I like to call podcast rain. It's when things happen to, for, or through you because of your podcast. In your case, tell me about an instance of podcast rain that has happened because of your guest appearance on a podcast. So I need to just clarify. So when you say podcast rain, I think that's like a bad thing. No. Or do you think podcast rain as in, oh, it's good, fruitful, fertile soil, and therefore things are happening? Because I would be, I would be, it would be podcast sunshine. So, so how, how do you want me to say that? Podcast rain is when it just rains down on you for, and, and it, it's a good thing. It's a great thing. It's a good thing. Okay. Cause you know what, when people, when things rain down on you in life, sometimes that's not a good place to be. You need someone holding the umbrella. So, so I will say that my podcast rain and how that works is as the message comes out, people can get a sense of who I am and they understand that I am truly an individual who works for the benefit of others. My goal is to motivate, influence, and enable others to be successful. And as a result of that, I end up getting people who ask me to be on their podcast. I do uh, speaking opportunities. I've done a number of international uh, events. I do workshops. I do some of those workshops for free. I do them as a pro bono. I provide mentoring opportunities for individuals and groups. 
I've developed a mentoring, an international or global mentoring program that received um, statewide recognition here in South Carolina, where I'm headquartered uh, from the South Carolina State House. So to me, uh, that's where the, the rain's coming down and making the ground fertile. And that would be sunshine because, you know, I'm from Charleston, South Carolina, where even when it rains, the sun still shines. <laughs> I love that. What are some of the ways that you get better as a, a podcast guest? I, you, you strike me as a, as a guy who likes to get better, who likes to uh, continue to grow. What ways are you, you getting better as a guest? Well, I think my message is a lot more succinct today than it was like 200 podcasts ago. <laughs> and I'm much more comfortable. It's certainly Zooming has helped that uh, concept completely. Uh, and so for me, it's, it's really uh, refining the message and making sure that the message that I'm going to deliver is one that's succinct. We have a very limited time when we're doing the podcast. And if we don't catch people's attention right from the very beginning, they've either passed us and to go to something else or they skip and say, I don't want to watch that. Um, you know, or listen to that particular uh, episode. And so the goal is to really make sure that I'm in tune with the host, who is the host guests or their audiences that they also want to, you know, speak to, and to make sure that my message is not just about me. My message has to be about you. It's like when we talked in the very beginning to see how do we make sure that this actually works for the people who are listening? Well, they get something out of this. And what I hope they might get out of it is how they can think about selecting their guests that provide the content. And if their guest is not in, in tune with who their audience is, then you don't want them as a guest because it just means that they're one-sided. They want to come in and do the program for themselves. And I can't do that. Uh, Mr. Mayor, I got to do that where you and I are working together. We're, if we're not collaborating, then what's the point? So that's, I think that's what I've really been able to do is fine-tune my message and really make sure I'm clear about who the audience is and what we need to say to them. Fantastic. Dr. Troy, do you like trivia? Oh, well, we're going to find out in a few moments how successful I am. You know, my mantra is you don't have to know everything. You just need to be teachable. So I'm going to have to. And if I have enough time, I might Google this. Can I Google these questions before I answer or do I have to just. You probably won't have enough time to do that. I won't have enough time. OK. All right. I'm game. Go. Runs podcast town. All right, Dr. Troy, I am going to give you six categories, history, arts, science, entertainment, geography, or general. Which one would you like? Oh, gee, let's just pick general so that way I won't feel so stressed out when I don't know it. <laughs> All, right. All right, general, what martial arts name means way of the sword? What martial arts name means way of the sword um well let's see i would have originally thought of wesley snipes from his uh, movie blade but i don't think that's possibly it um so i think i will go with um either i would have to go with the iconic um uh let's see what would it be uh, how about uh how about shogun That is incorrect. The right answer is Kendu. 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 Okay. Yeah. See? Yeah. All right. Hi -ya. Okay. No. Don't know what it is. Okay. I'm All right. happy. Let's do one more. Um, okay, one more. Uh, let's see. Arts. Uh, let's do arts, oh, entertainment, oh, yeah. or geography. Okay. 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 Entertainment. Let's do entertainment. Let's see if I'm 
let's see if I'm socially compatible with these questions. Go. All right. Let's see. <laughs> this is a good one. Okay. What is Ringo Starr's birth name? What is Ringo Starr's birth name? Uh, his birth name is Little Ringo. Is that your answer? Well, of course, you know, I don't know it, so I have to try to think of something funny. I feel like I'm on that celebrity match game. Richard Starkey. Well, Richard Starkey. Good, good, good for him. <laughs> Okay. All right. What one more? I, I want to try to get give you a chance to to get one here. So let, let's do. The, okay, I want to pick one. This is history, and uh, how many instruments could Richard Nixon play? How many instruments could Richard Nixon play? Well, folks, let me tell you the truth. The truth is, I could play up to four instruments. Almost. The correct answer is five. Well, I knew that I would be covered, so I knew he could play at least four. So I think I get half a point for that. (laughs) Nice. All right. So let's get into talking about things like value return on investment, all those business terms. Oftentimes when I'm, when I'm working with podcasters, I'm, I'm beating them over the head with the fact that they need to treat their, their podcast like a business. So as, as, a, as a guest, what are some of the, the returns on investments? How, how are you getting value from guesting on podcasts? Well, it's really the connection between the podcaster and their audience. And it's making sure that you are tagging information, that you're providing some sort of information. And it's not just one and done. The more successful podcasts I've done is they have a very comprehensive social media program that they put out. Uh, It's not just one posting and we're done. It's multiple postings. Um, It's making sure that if you do release video, please, please, please put in subtitles because 90% of videos are not viewed by listening, but are viewed by being read. And so it's real important to make sure that that happens. And so that's where I I see the success is in that uh, consistency of making sure that message is out there and then tagging into my social media, you know, because part of of what I do is I try to make sure that my followers are also following you. So in addition to being that professional guest that, uh, you know, works into your network, I'm in return uh, giving you into mine and I will like, comment and share as many times as you do. And what I ask in return is that you just compliment back uh, to do that and, and try to uh, make sure that, you know, we're working uh, together to uh, to get our message out. That is the most awesomest answer I have ever heard in my podcast years. Like, comment, oh. share meaningfully. Guys, I, I mean, I feel like I say that gazillion times. <laughs> how important social is and how important it is to like, comment, share meaningfully. It is. You really need to do it. And you have to create a conversation like, you know, the other thing that also happens is, you know, you'll, you'll say something and then I'll respond and then it's dead. And I'm like, seriously, do we not know that we need to have a conversation going here? So we will move ourselves up in the algorithm if we talk to each other. If we don't talk to each other, the social media platforms aren't going to move us up because they think we're not relevant. 
And so that is your biggest death is doing it. I've even gotten to the point where I have to start my own conversations with myself sometimes. And I'll have people who will like the information and I know them. So they're like personal friend of mine. And I'll just do a shout out to them and ask them a question and hope that they'll respond. And sometimes they don't respond. So I like respond for them. <laughs> so it's pretty crazy and wild, but it, and it can work. It will work. It will move up the algorithm if you have conversations and people participating and liking and sharing and making additional uh, posting. You also have to be careful about what you put in the post, uh, especially the links. Because sometimes if it's too link heavy or if it's too tagging heavy in the posting itself, it actually will deter from uh, that information and that message. And so you can actually do a little technique within the first comment. If you want to sell things like if I want to sell my books, then in my first comment, I put, oh, for those of you who ask, here's the link for you to be able to buy the book. Now, OK, let's be real. Nobody asked me, but it doesn't matter because I've had people ask me in the past how to get my books. and so therefore. I feel like it's a pretty safe thing to be able to say, hey, for those of you who have asked, here's the uh, links to the books. I love it. I love it. That's actually a really good transition to our next game. It's called Truth and Lies. It's where you're going to tell me three things about yourself. Two of them are going to be absolutely true. And one of them, you're going to lie to me. All right, Mr. Dr. Sir, are you ready to play? Well, good. And let's give the audience a little context behind that. You know, I have a PhD and people said, when you're, uh, when you go to your employees, you're going to make them call you Dr. Hall. And I said, absolutely not. They're going to call me Mr. Dr. Sir. And so I know I'm calling you mayor. So mayor, sir. So I, I would have to say Mr. Mayor, sir, to you. All right. So I'm going to give myself a couple of seconds to gather my thoughts here and I'll be ready. All right. So hit me. All right. Married my high school sweetheart in 1977 have set foot in all seven continents, and I was once chased by an albino peacock in France. Uh, okay. Um, I'm going to actually say, I'm going to say that um, you were chased by an albino peacock. That is completely random. Too random to be a lie. That's definitely true. Um, I believe you are a well-traveled individual, so I believe that is true. I don't believe you married your high school sweet sweetheart in 77. I think that is the I don't think it's an outright lie. I think there's some sort of nuance to that. So I'm gonna say that is the thing that is the most untrue. And my response would be, eh. I'll buzz myself. Yeah. So now, do you know how I felt now with trivia? That's how you <laughs> felt by not getting this correct. Okay. Feels the same way, right? Yes. So I did marry my high school sweetheart in 1977. I have been to 45 U.S. states, over 60 countries, and six continents, not all seven. And of course, I was chased by an albino peacock while I was in France. I've kissed the Blarney Stone while I've been in Ireland, and I've wrote, I've ridden an elephant in Asia and a camel in um, the Middle East. Very cool. I'm going to have you do that answer one more time. You cut out a little bit when you said not all seven. So I did marry my high school sweetheart in 1977. I've had the opportunity to travel to 45 U.S. states, over 60 countries and six continents. And I was chased by an albino peacock. And I've also had the privilege of uh, riding an elephant in Asia. I kissed the Blarney Stone when I was in Ireland. 
and I've ridden a camel in uh, the Middle East. <laughs> Very cool. So, you know, it, it's tip for tat. I'm, I'm, you know, I like to buzz people, but, you know, every now and then I have to buzz my own self. So it's that's how it goes. <laughs> yeah. So thank you so much, uh, Dr. Troy, for being with us today and, sh- and sharing your knowledge and, and making it fun. I had a good time. If people want to reach out to have you on their podcast or to just say hi, how can they do that? Well, the easiest thing, you can find me on all social media platforms as Dr. Troy Hall. That's Dr. Troy Hall. And you can also connect with me on my uh, website, which is drtroyhall.com. So it's still the same 10 letters. You add an at for the social media, a dot com for the website. Very cool. Thanks again for your time. Thank you, buddy. Thank you so much for joining us on this edition of Podcast My Brand. If you got value from the show, join our email list for show updates and exclusive tips on building trust, growing influence, and increasing authority with your podcast brand. Thanks again, and we'll talk with you next time.